You're listening to Trade Entrepreneur, the show for business owners by business owners. I'm your host, David Sudworth, and welcome to this week's show. It's great to have you here listening to the first podcast of 2023. Many thanks for joining me once again. It's been, feels like quite a long time actually since I've sat behind this microphone and done a podcast, took a break over Christmas and New Year. I was kind of umming and eyeing whether I would do it. I kind of made myself do it, which is a difficult thing for me because I think as I was mentioning in the last podcast, um, Christmas and New Year is a time when I do I do a lot of thinking about the year ahead and certainly business, career, family, all that business. So I, I was I was wondering whether I'd be able to keep all these things to myself, but I managed to do that. So New Year, New Me. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean it's been a twenty twenty two was a bit of a, a bit of a weird year. Really, we started off with. Uh, a bit of the hangover from COVID and stuff, and then everything just kind of fizzled out. And now stuff's kind of coming back again. I know a lot of people have been ill with this weird cold that isn't COVID, and I've I've had it as well. And you know, you feel awful, and you feel good for a few days, and then you're back feeling awful again. It's just it's just a weird thing that's going around, and people can't seem to put their finger on it. But you know, you, you do have to wonder whether all that time we spent socially distancing whether it's done something to the immune system which means we're more susceptible to uh coughs and colds which is you know coughs and colds have always been there um but maybe we would our immune systems are just that little bit less um buoyant because of previous few years who knows i'm not a scientist i have no idea but it's just uh it'd be interesting to hear some um some uh some research on that so yeah it's uh New Year, uh, and we're just going to basically carry on as normal <laughs> with this podcast. Um, we're going to have me doing my monologues, uh, just chatting down the microphone to yourself, and then in other editions we'll have guests being interviewed, and I'd like to try and mix it up a little bit. Uh, it's funny, actually, uh, the last episode I mentioned that it was hard to get people to be interviewed and I had about three messages saying you've not asked me or you've not asked me so um yeah that so rest assured there will be some people being interviewed in the not too distant future hopefully but um I I think this is a great platform um for someone like myself who is just a a, a normal business owner entrepreneur wanting to do something a little bit different and i think like i've said in previous podcasts there are a lot of people out there quietly getting on with their thing we're trying to you know make ways but a little bit unsure of it and it takes someone like myself to, to do a podcast and that's why it gets so many li- listeners and from many different countries as well we've got um, america germany italy spain greece um mexico australia tons of tons of places and uh I uh, I hope um, I hope uh, that wherever you are listening to this podcast, whether it be uh, well, whether it be Manchester or um, or Machu Picchu, <laughs> that you actually you get something from it and and you enjoy it. The big thing about January for me is obviously people go New Year, New Me, New Start, and I kind of shy away from all that, although. In the last few years, I've started to kind of embrace it because I think 
running a business, you kind of have to renew, reinvent because you can get quite stale. And as a, as a business owner, you can easily fall into the same old patterns if you, if you don't take stock every now and again. Uh, and obviously January is a big month for people setting up businesses. And funnily enough, I set up my business, um, on a January the 1st, funnily enough. Uh, it was something which I saw as quite symbolic. This was, um, me heading into the unknown. So I think business registrations tend to spike, um, at this time of year. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of them, for whatever reason, don't make it, usually because, uh, people realize that running a business isn't as, isn't a fairy tale. It's not easy. Um, there are many pitfalls in the way, but there's great successes as well. And to be honest, a lot of people do it thinking it is a bit of a fairy tale and they don't realize that there's some very hard work that needs to be done in order to be even moderately successful. Um, now I was fairly lucky in the sense that my background, um, gave me um a, a bit of a a bit of a hindsight in in how i could uh, market the company and how i could grow the company i knew very little about chimney sweeping uh, but in the in the last few years i've you know my, my knowledge levels are way above what they were and uh, and again i, I would urge people not to take too much notice of how many years people have been in a profession. Um, being in a profession 20 years doesn't necessarily mean you've got 20 years of experience. It just means you've done the same twenty uh, same year 20 times over. Um, there's a great chimney sweep podcast in America, uh, Lend Me Your Ears by John Caesar, and that's a quote from him. So I completely stole a lot. So, you know, hands up, copyright John Caesar for that one. But it's absolutely true. Um, the If you don't, change and renew and invest in learning every year then you are in danger of just repeating the same year x number of times over so that's an important lesson which i think all of us should um should heed the subject of today's podcast really is going back to when i first started it's five things i wish i'd known when i set up my business and some of these things might sound negative and they're not meant to sound negative. They're just meant to be uh, a bit of a reality check and a bit of myth busting as it were. Like I always say to people, if you want to get in contact with um, some additions, please don't hesitate to get in contact with me. But um, for today, we're going to concentrate on these uh, five things, which that I wish I'd known when I set up my business. The first thing that I wish I'd known is that the idea that you have more time to yourself is completely not a nonsense. <laughs> the idea that you can set your own working hours, that you can have complete flexibility, that is a myth. If you're doing it properly, then quite honestly, you get to a point where the business can take over your life if you let it. And particularly in the early years, and funny enough, I still count myself as being within those early years, I struggle to switch off. Uh, I struggle to differentiate between personal time and and work. I just do. And I think anyone who, who started the business and works in the business, they will also find it very, very difficult because it's your 
you know, I hate saying it's your baby, but there's nothing, there's no better way of describing it really. Um, it, it's something that you've created, something that you've brought into the world and you, you will over time, if you nourish it correctly, you will see it grow. So you're heavily invested in it and therefore that takes up your time. Anyone who's had children knows they took up, take up a hell of a lot of time because you're investing in their future, in your future. So if someone says to you, Working for yourself means you have more time to yourself. Just think of the baby analogy. Well, do, do new parents have much time to themselves? I actually think not. Sleepless nights, headaches, tiredness, uh, things won't go right. Yeah, that sounds like running a business. <laughs> but um, like having children, if you get it right, there is. Um, it can be rocky, but there is, there is a, a great reward at the end of it. Says the person who's got uh, <laughs> who's got daughters and uh, that 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 the, they're all of an age where um the, the the delayed gratification is being paid forward quite a bit. <laughs> um, second thing that I wish I'd known when I started my business is that the the novelty of working for yourself actually wears off very quickly. I remember the first time I went out running my own business and it felt all I felt fantastic it's like yes this is me this is my business so look at me i'm driving down the road in my van that i've just had sign written and i'm going to a customer my first customer and i'm not not taking away anyone who's still in the kind of the honeymoon phase you have to go that it's great absolutely fantastic i i was well in it but it wore fairly quickly and not because it was a bad thing but because i certainly certainly realized very quickly that that this is hard work again a bit like the baby. Everyone comes around, coos over it, buys it presents. In the first few weeks, great. And then everyone leaves you and you're left with a crying baby. Um, a ton of bottles to prepare and whatnot. And <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the novelty, um, soon wears off. The pride doesn't. And the, the, the sense of nur- wanting to nurture your new business, uh, that doesn't wear off but um the novelty certainly does and you might be stuck in a job where you think i completely hate this and it'd be just great having me own boss not having anyone to answer to i hate to break it to you but everyone's got someone to answer to lots of world on the line whether it's your customers your suppliers whoever that there is that there is no 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 man is an island so at the end of the day, we all kind of answer to someone in our own ways. It could also be to your, to your own partner, um, your spouse, whoever. But the the idea that you will be in a perpetual state of happiness and novelty. Again, sorry to disappoint you. It ain't true. <laughs> Number three, um, this is one which did, did surprise me. And I thought about it for a while because it... Um, it's one which is probably not talked about quite a bit, but your decision to set up a business will actually divide opinion. So whenever you stick your head above the parapet on anything in life, you're going to get people who will tell you it's a great idea, and of course everyone wants that, but there are going to be people who are don't think it's a good idea, they get jealous, they will say things, all this stuff. Now that can happen at the beginning or during the process of running the business. Uh, And I have to tell you that that's just part and parcel of running a business. You know, if you're setting up a business, 
not everyone is going to be universally delighted for you. You might be delighted for you, and you might, you know, good on good on me for setting my business and you know getting out there and doing something. I'm completely with you on that, actually. But there'll be some people going, oh yeah, look at that a newcomer, only been here five minutes, and this, that, and the other, and that that will happen. Um, and you know, you might get, I don't know, you might get, say, say, you set up a sweep shop, and there's a sweep shop around the corner. They're not going to be, you know, they're not going to be uh, doing cartwheels for you. They probably might say nothing, or they might be a bit kind of catty about it. I mean, I have to be honest. If it was me, I'd, I'd be making, I'd be, I'd be popping and saying, "Oh, I just want to introduce myself. I've got a sweep shop around the corner as well." Um, you know. Let's have a look at what you've got. Oh, that that looks nice, and you know, well, best of everything. If you want to, if you ever need any advice, just you know where you know, literally know where I am. And that 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 approach would is so unusual, but it's what I would do. And the reason I do it is because I, th- I think for one, I would genuinely mean it. But number two, it's probably very much unexpected. <laughs> I know people when they ring me up for advice on sweeping or business they're always surprised uh usually how they can't get me off the phone because i'd like i like to talk about it i like to i like that i do like to help people um about these things because i think it's so easy to be defensive it's so easy to be um be a naysayer but it takes absolutely no effort it takes minimal amount of effort and it's quite you know it's it it it, it why have a why have a negative frame of mind when you can have a positive frame of mind? Because if you think good things, good things they can happen. But it might be a family member as well. The family member might not like the idea of you setting up in business. They might actively turn against you because of it. Again, welcome to the world of sticking your head above the parapet. It does happen, and it's it's a hard lesson to learn. Um, and but it's it's one which. I would suggest that if you, at that point, decide to jack it in, you probably made the right decision because it's probably not for you. Ask any hard-bitten, grizzled business owner about this subject, and they will most will shrug it shrug it off. Um, but the truth of the matter is, all these things when you want in, everyone wants a bit of support. Everyone wants a bit of yeah, well done. Everyone wants to hear that they're not. You know that the their efforts are, are being recognised. To see people having uh, doing the opposite, it can be it can be quite hard. But uh, yeah, that's certainly something which when I uh, I wish I'd have known that when I set up my uh, set up my business, I kind of knew it a little bit because of um, previous career, and again that did stand me in good stead. But you know, uh, being an employee is a bit different to running your own business, so it it hurts that a little bit more. But nevertheless, it's still something which is uh, part of the course, unfortunately. Uh, number four, uh, I had no idea when I set up my business how it can actually take you in different directions. When I say different directions, um, I, I'm thinking in the last few years when I uh, started recruiting staff, I had absolutely no plans whatsoever to take on staff. No plans. Uh, because when I when I started sweeping, the only thing I wanted to do really is create a job for myself. Uh, you know, literally me, a van, some sweeping equipment, some training, off I go. But then after a few years and some 
interesting conversations and some reading and learning, I decided to start expanding the business. And I think, I mean, like I, I think I've said it in previous podcasts, I certainly said it in the first one, I've always had that kind of um, enjoyment of of the entrepreneurial spirit. I I, I do want, I was, funny enough, I was actually speaking to my wife about this a few a few weeks ago, I'm not entirely sure, and I, I'm, I'm not. I wouldn't, I wouldn't completely point towards this, but I wonder if it's because I was a child of the '80s when things like Flying Start were on television up here in the Northwest, and uh, there was a lot of things about uh, business in the news, and there was deregulation, so business was in the news quite a bit. Uh, obviously, the government at the time it was very um, a business friendly. Uh, it's thought widely seen as being a, a very bus- business friendly um, government, and things like on the news. Uh, sorry, on on the TV, you'd have things like uh, like Only Fools and Horses, which you know they, they were traders. They worked for themselves. That they, they kind of get get up, get out, and earn a living. Uh, and I just wonder whether all those things had an effect i don't I, I i i don't know for certain i don't think it could have harmed uh and the, i mean I, I know these days there's things like the apprentice and there's tons of stuff on youtube but i think given the fact there was only four tv channels when i was growing up uh and there was so much on the news about business uh and obviously some of the sitcoms were because like this is what every good sitcom does it kind of um chimes with the time so I was kind of almost force <laughs> force fed um, a diet of business and uh, entrepreneurialism. So maybe that's an effect. I don't. I, I don't know. But it's something interesting to ponder on. So yeah, it, it it can kind of take you in different directions being a business owner. And I would say the don't go into it thinking that your end game is your is about literally two inches away from your starting point. You don't know. You you will only be closed off to opportunities if you close your mind off to them. If you open your mind, if you listen, if you're alert, if you think, if you ask difficult questions, if you ask the right questions, if you research, then it can take you in some fantastic directions. I never thought I'd be an employer. I'm very proud to be an employer, actually. Uh, I'm going to talk about that in a in a in a different podcast about um, employing people and stuff. But that's one of the things which the unexpected things about set up a business is that the idea that you can provide employment for people and an opportunity to better their lives. That's actually a really unexpected bonus. And I, I actually can't put into words how much I get out of that part of it. It's fantastic. It is. I really, I really do. Um, I really do reflect on that quite a bit. But yeah, um, business take you in many, many different directions. And the final one, um, you can quickly lose control of your finances. <laughs> and I have to say, complete disclaimer here, this hasn't happened to me as such. But before I had Sam, our office manager, working for us, I kind of knew what the outgoings were of the business. 
kind of and when you start off everything is on a spreadsheet and it's very easy to know what your income incomings and outgoings are sam that did, then did a few calculations for us in a few spreadsheets and to be honest within a few years i was actually gobsmacked at the amount of outgoings we had now don't get me wrong when you start employing people your outgoings become massive they really do but the opportunity for um, enhancing your revenue income is obviously there as well. So the, the, the two balance the, the two balance out. But it's it it surprised me as someone who kept a very tight control on what was coming in, and what was going out. Very very quickly, particularly when I started to grow, I didn't realise how much, how little I knew about the finances, and and some of them some of that was better than I thought some of it wasn't as good as I thought and what that did was it allowed me to focus on the bits that we needed to improve and subsequently we made improvements to them it's really interesting but I know a lot of people when you first start out you you are literally every job you're doing you're doing the PR you're doing the HR you're doing the work you're doing the uh, invoicing you're, do, you're literally the you are the you are the business my strong advice is get someone who can interpret the figures and actually make you understand them. I see a lot of people actually talking about accountants. I think account accountants have their place, but they don't necessarily that they can provide figures, but they can't really give you a a very very detailed analysis of your business. It's not their job to do that. Their job basically is to to do your end of year accounts, your payroll, your VAT, and whatever services you commission. Great if you uh, if if you get them to do bookkeeping and you and they provide a service where you can actually ask for that kind of level of detail. But that they provide the bones, but you need the flesh on the bones as well, and. Having someone in house who's on top of finance, I have to tell you, it is crucial because you will, if you don't, you will make bad decisions going forward, or rather, you'll make absent minded decisions which turn out to be bad decisions because you've not actually known your figures. You might think you know your figures and you might have an idea of what the figures are, but until you see them on a spreadsheet in black and white, you're just guessing. And that, I'll be completely honest, I was the same. So I'm, I'm not trying to be high and mighty here about this. So know your figures. And if you set up a business, you can lose control of it of them fairly quickly if you want to grow. Even a small company, maybe, depending on what size of contracts or work you do. But certainly, the the more... the I mean, it's diff- probably different for uh, for us because we obviously have thousands of thousands of customers so there's thousands of invoices going backwards and forwards and all that um whereas if you're just working for one person uh, you know if you're working for two or three or four clients a year that's and you're a consultant that's that's different but nevertheless you you, you know drill if if you if you've got the capability to do that drill down into your costs find out where the the weak points are trust me you'll find them and you'll find them in the most ridiculous places i was actually gobsmacked to learn the other day that i was paying something which we did not use for about three years <laughs> and that and that's so easy to do so easy to do it's now cancelled thank god for that but i mean it was only a minor amount as well but nevertheless when you start when you start growing the business you start thinking about 
finance HR, um, then these kind of minute details can can kind of go awry. Some would say, and I can hear them now saying, "Well, that's a that's the, all the more reason to stay small, keep it less complicated." Fine, if that's if that's how you want to do it, fine. But the the trade off is that if you get ill, uh, then the the business means um, will therefore cease, and you won't be earning any money. So there is always a trade off somewhere along the line. But if if you want to grow the business, you have to accept that you that you can't grow it by yourself. I can't grow our business by ourselves. That's why we employ people. But together, we can grow a business. So there are my five uh, things I wish I'd known when I set up my business. And it's, it's actually been quite cathartic to go through these things because, again, at the end of the time of year, we we start thinking about these things, uh, and there'll be many people who are either thinking of setting up a business, and if you are certainly go for it uh or there's people who are thinking about expanding good on you look at those five things i've just mentioned uh particularly that last one if you're expanding i think i did dwell on that quite a bit because it was one of the most amazing things that i've learned in the past few years or so so uh, business is never a straight line it's always a, a journey it can be a very rocky one time uh, a rocky one at some time but nevertheless if you get the nuts and bolts right, you'll have a um, hopefully a uh, a finely crafted machine at the end of it. So thanks once again for joining me on the Trade Entrepreneur podcast. As I always say, you know my email. It's david at trade-entrepreneur.co.uk. If you want to send us a message on Twitter at TEP Show or on our Facebook page. Um, if you're on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, give us a like and that will tell you when the next show is available. Thanks once again for joining me. Have a great week. Don't forget those five rules of when you set up your business. And we'll see you all again very soon. 